0: Listeners, it's time for another episode of Godfather. I'm one of your hosts, Keith Long. I'm a Lutheran pastor. I'm an author. I'm a lifelong learner. And with me, as always, is...
1: Greg Heineke. I am the other host. I'm a middle school principal and also a lifelong learner. And occasionally, I throw out some stuff about psychology because (laughs) I really like it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like to sound
1: smart. <laughs> oh, well, indeed.
0: Well, how are you, my friend? How's it going?
1: I, am I'm, I'm great. I, I, am doing well. I, I'm, I'm eager to have another episode. It's, it's season four, and we've, uh, kind of been puttering along here, right?
0: it's been a little bit of a putter in season four uh we're kind of i don't know if it's running on fumes or what it is uh but creatively i've never felt fresher i just uh haven't gotten around to doing much podcasting as normal yeah and I, i think you're on the same page and so it's 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 fun to get together uh, at least once a month we we skipped august because who doesn't skip august i
1: mean it's just the craziest month of the year it seems yes absolutely no i i think um i i a shout out to the you know the people who are sticking with us there are people out there still listening to us keith so um, all right let all right. the fodder let the fodder roll right i'll take it i'll yeah. take it for sure yeah so, yeah, so what do we, uh, what are we thinking for tonight again? We we were gonna we, our last episode was um for fodder or for yeah, for, 4 F O U R fodder 4 F O R fun and we're we're looking at potentially repeating that round 2, right? Yes,
0: I think uh for our own sanity, it it uh it's a really easy format to get into and uh it requires <laughs> 95% less uh, prep work true, than true. what we were doing before, which again there's something to be said about the prep work and I, I'm all for it. But there is uh there's something kind of fun about just picking four things uh, each and then just seeing where this where the spirit of Godfather takes us. And so, yeah. I so love yes, it. we're gonna do that, but we're also going to talk, kinda get warmed up about seeing Red Herd. This is a segment we've done before. What have you seen lately? What have you been reading lately? What have you heard lately that, that, uh, you know, again, has captivated you in in some way, shape or form that we can share with our listeners. So
1: why don't you tell me what you've seen, read, heard lately? All right. So uh, a a lot of different things, honestly, especially, I guess if you, if you look back on the month, um, like you said, the, the creativity and the thoughts are always flowing. Um, And so We've been doing a lot of streaming of, of series of different shows and things. And one of which is we rewatched Stranger Things the last season. Um, mm. do, are you are you a Stranger Things? We I don't think we've ever talked oh, about yes. Stranger Things. Oh, yes.
0: I am, a, I am a fan of Stranger Things. And I am, I'm eagerly waiting. They keep saying that season three or is it season four season
1: four they've got kind of i mean they're promoting it i don't know exactly i haven't heard when it's coming out yet but
0: they've been promoting it for a year i know but i'm 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 just like (laughs) come on you know i get it the pandemic but like you know i'm kind of at that point where it's just like just promote it when it's like for sure
1: coming you know true i i i I can't uh, it's valid i can't disagree but I we we rewatched the the third season um and actually we also then watched which was after the second season before the thir- third season it's called Beyond Stranger Things and so oh, they yeah. had about um I don't know six or seven episodes just they were really short you can even call those types of things episodes but they were just interviewing the different actors and talking about the different things um that got had gone into the second season so we just rewatched Stranger things and it was fantastic. I really liked the third season in all three seasons. do you have a preferred season of the three? I oh gosh, I don't know. I think
0: I mean one and two were really, really good. I mean I I lean more towards that first season. It just it just totally sucked me in yeah. You know, it was really fun to come back, and you know, and see everybody again. And then I liked how they did some different things with some of the the villain and yeah. that kind of stuff. But that first season, there's just I don't know. That's it's still pretty magical for me. The, so. I
1: no, I I agree with that. I they they're really different now that I was kind of looking back on them. They're they're obviously the same characters, but just a just an interesting trajectory for for lack of a better kind of descriptor but yeah i'm i'm eager to whenever it rolls out i know it's bothering you a little bit but i'm i'm (laughs) i'm ready to roll like well put out this trailer season
0: season three was such that i mean i'm not spoiling it for anybody but such a cliffhanger at the end that you just want to you want to know yeah, uh, what's going on <laughs> and and they did such a good job with it and and that you know season three was was good i think the only thing i didn't like about season three was some of their cutaways got to be kind of long but uh yeah.
1: but no, overall it, it, it was well done it was really good if you haven't seen it yet apparently you have some time to watch yeah. <laughs> three seasons <laughs> <laughs> so how about you what have you seen recently or thought was was a little worth mentioning.
0: I uh, haven't really been watching a whole lot lately. Okay. Uh, other than reruns of Fear Factor.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. I, I uh, I've I've been writing and and in my latest book, I I talk about the talk about Fear Factor, and so I was like, oh, I'm gonna you know see if I can find some old episodes, and so I did, and it's still just as Oh, just disgusting and <laughs> ridiculous as ever, but uh, it's been kind of fun to to relive some of those moments and some of those people and uh, and the drama, yeah. um, you know, that, that comes in. But uh, yeah, so that, that's been watching that and watching some other, you know, regular shows. The, the other show that I just watched one episode of last night uh, had kind of a long day at church and... Uh, and pulled up uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, <laughs> and the one particular episode I watched just was like, "This is church." Like this is <laughs> the like it, Parks and Rec is is kind of a, a metaphor for church. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and so. It, I don't know. That just it struck my funny bone, and, and I love
1: I love that. I love that's a metaphor, analogy, though, all those types of things. So, yeah, whether other people saw it or not, I, I love right. that, that that just hit you because of your kind of your day. That's totally cool. totally yeah. So so you've been writing. Have you have you read anything? Yes, I have okay. been reading a lot, and
0: uh, I finished a book called uh, Fringeology. Okay. Uh, the tagline is "How I Tried to Explain Away the Unexplainable and Couldn't" by Steve Volk, huh. and uh, it was really, really good. I couldn't put it down. Uh, he's, his, uh he's got some. Well, I'll just kind of read the the chapter titles. Uh, kind of had me. I, it was one of those I wa- You know, I went to the library and wasn't. I didn't need anything, but. I, whenever I go to the library, I just kind of walk down the aisles and, and yeah. see, what's, <laughs> see what's there and, and saw this and was like, oh, oh that looks good. Uh, so on death and not dying, do you see what I see? Uh, the curious conflict between telepathy, skeptics, and believers out of their heads, consciousness outside the brain, UFOs and strange lights over a Texas Town, uh talks about ghosts talks about uh spirit how, what does science what science and spirituality look like from outer space uh the new science is revealing the power of meditation and prayer sleep as an untapped resource for an awakened life of course you know how much i love uh sleep research i know yes so do i uh, and so yeah just just some really really interesting stuff from a journalist's perspective and how he, he, you know, he's, he's, he's in my, my, my soul group, right? Like yeah. this guy is a, uh, a skeptic, but he's, you know, he's reasonable in the sense that he's trying to, he's trying to relate this to those that are kind of in the middle spectrum. Yeah. And, and that was just, it was refreshing. And just again, kind of his research and um, I'm just an envy right. and awe of, of the writers that, you know they have done their homework, right? They have yeah. done so much homework and research and interviews, and, and it's just it's uh, it kind of just blows my mind. The, yeah, that
1: style, and I just I, it sucks me in. So I might really, have to really look good. at that. Yeah, I might have to look at that. That that's like that's that's my that's my Malcolm Gladwell. You know where yeah he, he goes through the the stuff that he does and does in his books that I and I I, I take notes and I, it's like I can't there's there's something that i'm taking down constantly i'm like what what am i doing stop because <laughs> there's yeah. so much like you're saying yeah it's, it's so rich there's so many things i want to think about some more um and process some more so yeah well that's cool I'll have, to, I'll have to look at that i um just was introduced um from my parents actually um william kent Krueger, a minnesota author do you know this man no, I don't. Tell me more. So he is an he's an author from Minnesota, and apparently he's written a lot of books about um, a character named Cork O'Connor, um, and these are kind of mysteries and whatnot. And I have not read any. I have not read a single one of those mystery crime fiction type stuff. I have read, um, I read Ordinary Grace, and I'm in the. Um, about just beginning so about seven chapters of this tenderland and just um just fantastic i i i'm always uh i always enjoy when in in books or movies or whatever the, the minnesota connection you know so they're throwing in he's uh the the father is a pastor and they're growing up um, along the minnesota river and just you know just little things like that and it could be anywhere like pick a river right But because they say that, I'm like, oh, so cool. (laughs) (laughs) um, Just, just a really great book, um, and it's about. um, uh, uh, It's a quote, and now I'm 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 failing to give credit to the who who came up with it. But it's about um, God's awful grace. And they mm-hmm. interview, um they interview him at the end and he's like, you know, that that's a horrible title for a book is who's gonna read about God's awful grace. <laughs> um and that's where it shifts into ordinary grace and there's a powerful scene um with prayer and it just kind of flips the mm-hmm. whole thing around and just fantastic. I just really I I really enjoyed it. Um so I So it, it, these are fiction mystery books? Well, for yeah, I mean the other ones are just one after the other. This is fiction as well um but these two are kind of standalones um and the one this tenderland that i just started uh is in the 1930s and okay. um that's because you're you're trying again when you have more modern you have you have technology phones and different things and they're pieces that you, you don't want that involved in the setting because it changes what right. can be po- possible so um just Loving it, just really enjoying, um, just really enjoyed the one and would recommend that. And then I'm currently enjoying, he's just got a a great style. So nothing like a good book. Yep, I know. William Kent Kruger. So um, heard, been, been listening um, to books. So doing a lot of that. Um, but I did hear. Um, And through your way. And I want to I want to reiterate it um, because it's been a while. Um, I really like Adam Grant. He's among Mm -hmm. the different guys that uh, um, I kind of lean toward. And his podcast is uh, Work Life um, with Adam Grant. And he had this was June uh, episode on Taken for Granted. And it was he was talking to John Green and John Green wants you to pay attention to your attention. And um, without going into a whole bunch of detail just about that particular episode, it you know it's an author I think you'd appreciate it because it's a you know an author talking about writing um, and just again different perspective and I've I've honestly never read a John Green book um, and he's he's a pretty popular current author as well and and so it's it's intrigued me to to read some of his pieces as well as then just his thoughts about writing and then again this, this topic of of uh, being mindful of your attention and where your mind goes. And I just, again, dig stuff like that.
0: Well, I am currently reading an Adam Grant book.
1: Are you? He's has, he has a, is it his brand new one? He has a brand new one. Uh, probably
0: not. Okay. Uh, Cause I got this, The uh, this is from 2016. It looks like, uh, it is originals, how nonconformists move the world. Ah, huh. it's super good. I've, uh, it's just, it's, really really good he's got some again kind of like steve volk from fringeology just a lot of anecdotes stories again i just don't know how they do it like I, I mean it it's to me writing a book like this would take 10 years and yeah. and i don't know how long it's taking them but they must have a team of people that help them with some of
1: the stuff because
0: it's just like how is this all in somebody's head
1: yes it's exactly, it's exactly <laughs> right and that's because it is all of that so it's it's think again i just looked it up that's his newest one and again it's research and storytelling and doing all these things like you're spot on i don't i don't know what a, what a life right i mean man yeah like get going and then just i know write the one the one hit book and then you can, then you can move into, then you can, you can do up. this. Yeah, yes. I, I, mean, I,
0: I, I feel, I feel proud of myself for writing a, a second book in, in less than a year. Uh, you know, it's a shorter book. I mean, these Grant uh, Volk's book, they're both. I mean in the two, three yeah. hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, I mean, you know, in my, like, I'm not cracking a hundred, which, <laughs> you know, is, there's some beauty to that. I, I like having kind of a shorter, you know, cause sure. I, I have some deep, deep stuff in there. And so, you know, I kind of want to reward the listener for, or for the, the reader for taking a shot at it and not, you know, punish yeah. them by making them <laughs> read a ton of words. So, uh, so there's some intention there, but it's also just like uh, that. uh, That's all I can handle right now. I I, I couldn't, I can't do one of these other, you know, these big ones. Uh, So anyway, he's, it's been great. And yeah, I'm just, I, again, this is another library. Fine was going and returning one. And, Cool. Saw it, you know, saw it on the book and on the they had they had had it facing outward and the cover was really captivating. And then I saw it was Adam Grant and I was like, oh, this guy's great. I bet you this is a really good book.
1: So that's great. Uh, Shout out to public libraries, right? That's right. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Sometimes that's those are hard for me sometimes to find books like that. I mean, you got a lot of fiction and such, um, but yeah. it's, it's some of those nonfiction that are a little bit harder to find. So that's cool to mm-hmm. hear. Very neat. Well, should we get after our our yeah, here? Do you um, want to do similar to what we did the last time and kind of number them or what are your thoughts? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Okay. I I've,
1: I've got quite the, <laughs> quite the
0: uh quite the four. Uh so <laughs> curious curious awesome. what what you have. That's
1: cool. All right, so should we just read them off what we have and then go with pick a number like we did? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So here here are my four. And no order, and then I will. I've I've numbered them a certain way. So my four that have come to mind are: I have the Minnesota State Fair, I have letters from a skeptic, I have toxic positivity, and I have nostalgia. Those are my four. Uh, what was the third one? The third one was toxic positivity positivity <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one and then uh, what was Nostal- the-
0: nostalgia nostalgia okay. yeah great all right uh, my four yep time zones Ernest Hemingway airport security and non-conformism
1: hmm <laughs> awesome <laughs> No just out of because uh, I love it, um out of curiosity, like are these you just you randomly grabbed them, something happened, did a little bit of both like what a little here? bit of both a little yeah bit of both? well,
0: yeah. they're all things that have come into my world within the
1: last month sure, okay that's yeah, those are great, all right, so uh, do you have them numbered i'm gonna I, you're gonna yeah. go first i'm gonna I'm just gonna grab a number, okay. okay. Let's talk about number two. All right. Number two for me is time zones. Okay.
0: So, so <laughs> tell me so, about it. <laughs> so the conversation came up. I was at I was at camp visiting my brother, uh, who's a, a camp director, and uh, one of his staff was uh, was in the room, and I and I walked into the conversation, and that they were having, and they were they were talking about time zones and the, uh, the, the staff, uh, girl, uh, she asked me, what do you think about time zones? And, you know, <laughs> should, should, should we have them or should we not have them? Yeah. And, you know, and it's again, like just totally random. And I was like, you know what? I think we should get rid of them. And, mm-hmm. and then she was just like, yes, like, <laughs> like I support her position, but the more, you know, just like, how cool to be if we just had one time we went on a twenty-four hour mm. time, you know, and mm-hmm. you just you only had to know the one time, like it was only just the one time. So none of this east coast stuff, west coast, like we're at, you know, you you just you you lose those hours if you travel, like yeah. they're you know, like it's not sure, it, it's real time, right? Yeah, like, it's just real time. It's just yeah. it's just constantly going. It's just we're there's a unity in that for some reason that, that feels good. Uh You know, like, Oh, it's, it's 2300 hour. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's where, that's where the world is at. And then you just have to get used to whatever location you're in to know that, you know, that some places that's nighttime, some places it's not like,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. So I don't, what, what do you think? Well, what, I, what I'm wondering about is um like, I can get behind that. Like that part I, I I'm hung up on like the um daylight saving time. And that, that's or, the other part that comes in. You know, where and, it's just and, like, and some of these places who are like, nope, not doing it. I'm like, right. what do you mean not doing? That? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like this does away with daylight saving. Like, cause
0: you know, it's all just kind of this, like, Oh, it's all about the economy and working and stuff like that. Like, no, like just. You get rid of it, you have one time, and then yeah. you just have to deal with with the seasons, yeah, you know? and the sun. Like that's just the way it is. And, and I just I feel like it would be so much easier not having huh. to not having to change,
1: you know, your your
0: clock. Not having to like, yeah. Oh, what what time zone am so, I in right now? So,
1: what are the unknown repercussions or consequences or like you know you know like what? what comes to mind then? Cause it, it makes sense. It's clear. Like, you know, your argument is, and maybe they weren't talking about it in this in that way, or maybe you have some thoughts about it right now, but I'm just trying to besides the, the daylight saving piece. And again, that like, we're not, we're not doing the crops the same way as once upon a time, as well as like farmers are out there if they are and it's dark, I see them, you know, they have huge lights that are on there you know Mm -hmm. the tractors for example so just pushing that piece aside are there other things that that could be problematic you know well the only
0: thing problematic is is just suddenly doing it that way you know like we're used to this other way and then for me the only major problem i can see is just suddenly like Okay everybody, like, we're not doing the way <laughs> we're not doing the time thing the way we've been doing it now we we're, we're just this is the time like just from like implementing like change just in my workplace like yeah. how how hard that is to just get that communicated and you know ingrained and so I can only foresee it being a total like <laughs> you know what yeah for yeah. the first year or so or more of like oh, oh that's right you know it's, it's the 24 hour but imagine a world where time zones were never created and it was just always the 24 hour I, I mean I, I just can't see yeah you know numerable problems on it so yeah anyway that, 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 I love that, it. that's that, time zones so. that's cool <laughs> I, I
1: like that actually I want to ponder that a little bit more yeah. and, and think about Again, what, what could potentially happen? Like, it would be neat to, to do a trial of it, like for a yeah. country. Like, we're just right. going to go and give it a whirl and see, see what would happen to it. Yeah. Because even but just finishing with like the daylight saving piece and whatever, I mean, the research is done when you go through those shifts, you know, and how people are depressed and yeah. take some weeks to get over that. And if you're a parent of a young, like a, an infant or, a, well, maybe not an infant, but it's certainly a toddler. You know, because the event doesn't really know time, but it just messes everything up. So yeah. it'd be cool. I mean, Very... I'm all for
0: change, but there's certain things where it's like, let's just leave it alone. Like, yeah. just, just leave it alone.
1: Yep. True time. <laughs> We're going to go true time.
0: Yes. <laughs> true time. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. All right. Good choice. Good choice. All right. I've got my numbered. Which one? Which, which pick your number? Uh, number three. Number three. Number three is letters from a skeptic. Yes, this, this is a book. Have you? Do you know this book? Have you read this? I've book? heard of that book, I don't think I've ever read it. Okay, um, Greg Boyd is oh, right, writing... okay, Yeah, I did read it, I did you... it. a long time ago. I read okay, it. Yeah, Greg Boyd. Yeah, yeah, it's um, so Greg Boyd is the author. Well, it's Greg and Ed actually because it's their actual letters. So, Greg Boyd, and I didn't do the research to see if he's still a professor, he's a pro- was at least, mm-hmm. um, he's a pastor. And he was, was a professor at Bethel, which is now a university. I think it was college at the time. It's the uh, late 80s, early 90s. It's over the course of like two, three years. And writing letters back and forth. Greg is in Minnesota and Ed is in Florida. Um, and his, uh, he's got all these letters. He's, he's skeptical about being a Christian. And he's writing letters to Greg with his you know questions. And over the course of that time and then Greg responds like, okay, here's, here's what's going on. Talking about theology, addressing, you know, issues, issues of the Bible, et cetera, back and forth. And during the course of then years, um, he, he becomes a believer, like his, his son, the greatest argument, if you will, um, on, on being Christian and being a believer, follower of Christ, uh, he can, he, his argument is to get his dad to believe. And in the end, It's what happens. And that's that's the book is all the letters back and forth. And he Mm. gave permission to his son to be able to because people have their skeptics and they have questions. Um, And so if that can help someone, you know, find find Christ, go for Mm. it. So Mm. my parents had that book um, and I thought that's perfect. Like I wanted to read and it really was powerful on the early on chapters. Um, and then the others were fine. But I, as far as me personally in questions and things, I was less skeptical about some of the issues with the Bible mm-hmm. and other things related to that. But I thought it was really powerful um, on, on talking about things uh, like belief and um, freedom. So it's, sure. it's, a, it's about the, the one that I was going to mention was um, that, god's freedom at least this is the way that he he presented it um god's freedom is about love it's not for freedom's sake so the idea is if you're given the freedom then we are creating our reality based upon because you you have free will and you have your choices and so the choices by by giving us the freedom we have those choices and that hopefully will then lead to more love and it's not freedom for freedom's sake and i just yeah. l- love that i mean my mind just spins as i say those words even like okay that's that's really powerful um and
0: the apostle paul writes about that and and uh, yeah you know that it's not like and of course luther picked up on it too like oh so so i'm i'm saved so that means i can just go and do whatever yes, i want they, yes and yes like no like <laughs> That's not the idea. Like, I mean, technically you could, but then that means that you're
1: kind of spoiling the gift. Yes. It, that you and, and that and again, they talk he talks about that and it's not you don't that's not the mindset. You're not wanting to do that. It's you're wanting to, yeah. you know, behave in a way that is about that that's where the love comes in and and the choice and and pieces is you don't those don't enter your mind oh i got a free ticket and i can just be you know a hellion if you will because Mm -hmm. i'm saved like okay you don't want to do that because you're wanting to you know honor god and his thoughts and and things i just i thought it was really neat and and Mm -hmm. as, as well as the idea of um the other part tied into that is the proportionality of you know it's it's that risk and reward if if you don't want to get hurt you know you're not gonna not gonna put forth that risk whether that's love or whatever you're talking about you know but when you do you can have great reward over it but you could get hurt i mean there's that's the absolutely right that's, i mean you yep. put forth whether it's your friend it's you're trying to get a new job you're gonna do a travel again it's a romantic thing whatever it's like yeah uh, high risk, high I reward, baby. Yeah, yep, yep. So it was cool to kind of read that in hmm. um in a kind of Christian lens. It was it was good timing for me to to plow through that.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Good. Yeah. All
1: yeah, right. Good. All right. Next. So I'm gonna go. I'm sorry. That was that was two. Correct. That's okay. two. I don't, yep. don't want to pick two again. I'm gonna go with three. All right, Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway. So, are you reading about him, or well, okay. Or what? So,
0: uh, my wife and I just uh, had a very, very mini vacation down in Key Largo, Florida. Ah. We, uh, I, I presided at a destination wedding for an, for a friend. Okay. And uh, and then after that, so that was in Key Largo, and then we drove down to Key West. Yep. and stayed in Key West, and Hemingway lived in Key West for yep. a while. And there's a little museum from from the house that he lived in. And I'm just I'm just embarrassed, Greg. How little I know I knew about Ernest Hemingway, uh, going on that tour and just being like, what? <laughs> 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 like, no way. And so many times where was just like, I don't. And then and then it's like. I don't even know if I've any, I've ever even read Ernest Hemingway. How terrible is that of me? Like
1: not a I'm, single a single book, Keith? Not a single
0: book, Greg. Oh. <laughs> I'm like okay. so I, but maybe ashamed not and yet, like, also kind of like this was really cool. Like I was on a tour, and you could tell people in the group were like all into Hemingway and they're asking these great questions. And I'm just like a sponge. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell me more about Ernest Hemingway. Like <laughs> You yeah, know, all the, I mean, movies have been made out of his books and mm-hmm. uh, so it few. was really, really interesting learning about his life and his travails and his failed marriages and all these cats. Yeah, he's got, he's got all these cats in, the, in this and they're this still museum, there and they're still there. They're still there. It's like cat after cat and they're and they're um, six toed cats. Yep
1: right and that's so why you know that they're still there because they yeah. keep having more of, of the six toes
0: god what a fascinating like and he named all of his cats over uh, after uh-huh. famous people and and like he was a fisherman super cool like he caught like seven marlins in a day with a buddy of his mm. a marlin is an enormous it, fish and yeah. it, it is a beast to catch with all the, you know, high-end technology. I can't imagine catching these things during his time. Yeah, You know, uh, 60, 70 years ago, like, and he just, he got down there. The story of him even living there, like there was a delay in his car getting, there. was supposed to be there for a honeymoon and there was a delay with his car getting there. And so they ended up just kind of learning life of Key West and they fell in love and they were like, let's live here. And and then, like, just the writing stuff of his life and how he wrote 700 words every single day. Like, mm, he I got up in the morning and he yeah. went to his writer's loft and he was just like, I got to get at least 700 words every day before I can go out and fish or do anything else. Uh huh. He had a set regimen. He got up and he went into there and he, you know, got at least 700 every day, you know, sometimes more, but nevertheless. And that was just like, blew me away. Like, wow. Talk about discipline. Yeah. Uh, and then it was just, you know, he had this room where uh, it was called the boys room and it had all these, uh, you know, these pictures of, uh, of his travels and wartime and like all these just really fascinating, you know, type movie stuff. And, and again, it was kind of like, oh, you're going to be a writer. Well, then you, you need more experiences so you can write about them. And, yeah. And that really spoke to me. Like, yeah, if I'm going to keep writing, I need to keep experiencing the world. You know. Yeah. And so, uh, so just super cool. And now I'm, i definitely going to have to hit up some Hemingway because uh, now I, I have this really cool, like, kind of backstory into his life, and it was, you know, kind of a tragic end to his life. Yeah. Uh, and, and and yet, um you know, just kind of humanizing again, these, these incredible people, these human beings, you know? Uh, so that, yeah, it was pretty
1: awesome. That is cool. I've, I've, I've seen it. So I know exactly what you're talking about that. That's yeah. And he's, there was um, I can't remember if it's like PBS or where it's from, but there's been, it was three episode on, on his life. You should try to see if you can find that. It, that you know, it's it's the historical stuff. You know, like yeah. uh, it's not Ken Burns, but you know, like along the lines, a la Ken Burns, where he does the research. You know, Ken Burns does these long, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like it's only three episodes that are like uh, a couple hours in length, so like six okay. hours total or whatever. But it's, especially since you, you know, it just gives you those. It's the footage. Um uh, you should you should try to see if you can find it or I'll try to find it for you and guide cool. you toward it. That's really neat. Yeah, I I I've read Hemingway. I'm an English major so I know and that's why unavoid- I was like I was walking through and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going to have to confess to Greg that I've never read <laughs> you, you know yeah. Old Man of the Sea or uh Do you you know. do you think it's because he's uh he's an American? I mean, why like I, didn't you I, like high school I, or something
0: where I don't – I mean, I, I've read some of the classics, but I've never – Hemingway was never included in curriculum. Okay. And then, you know, I went into film, and so I, I didn't – I had one English class, but it wasn't like, hey, we're going to read Hemingway. You know what I mean? Like um, – and, and I'm traditionally more a nonfiction reader. Sure. Uh, so I – you know, but yeah, I was like, oh man, like, Greg, I'm sure Greg has read all of
1: Hemingway. And <laughs> well, you're not, like,
0: oh my gosh,
1: like, he, he wrote way too, way too many. But <laughs> yeah. I, I would say, um, a farewell to arms. Like if you're looking for, okay. oh them, yeah, I think that would be and getting I the backstory about
0: that. I, I know exactly what yes. you're talking about. I was yes. talking
1: it's about true. this, this, the nurse
0: he fell in love with and she was not having it. And yeah. and then, uh, out comes that story. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really good too. So anyway, give that a whirl. All right. all right, that's really cool, especially since again, like I I know what you're talking about. That I, I've been on that tour, so it, it was fun. I, I liked it a lot.
0: Okay, all right. I really want to talk about toxic
1: positivity. Okay, let let let's do it. So, um, do you know what? Do you know about it? Like, <laughs> it makes you know me it?
0: laugh because <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is like
1: people who are way too chipper like yes
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> <It laughs> all <is>. the
1: time <laughs> it, just by so denotative so definition belief that people should put a positive spin on all experiences yeah. yeah like that that's it and so why it's on my list um we've started school so I, i've been in school for we started before labor day um so we've been in school almost two weeks now um and part of preparation and getting ready for another year of kind of unknown and vaccines and masks and distance learning and hybrid learning is all the stuff again. Right. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the school year, whatever. Like I was, I was ready to get back after it, whatever it was going to look like. And staff was coming back and like, okay. Um, you know, we, we do staff meetings and, and get ready for the year. Like what are mm-hmm. some goals? What are we excited about? Whatever. And was reading some things about um, being too positive being, having toxic positivity. And like, it just really like, it's, it's not, it's not me to begin with. Like I just immediately go to, you know, cheerleading and I don't Mm want to rip on cheerleaders or whatever, but it's, it's, it's not authentic enough where, yes, you you know, where the, the people, I I don't know if you know of anyone that actually, it like, that's their personality. They are positive and, and happy, and, like, I'm, I'm sure they have to work at it. But it's yeah. hard for me to take that seriously. Like, mm-hmm. are, are you being authentic? Because exactly. you are going to have highs and lows, and you, and you need to – those are a part of life, and, and those are important pieces to be able to, you know – lean into if you will it's like
0: it's like you're you're instantly skeptical and suspicious and then if they if they get through that then you're just disturbed yeah (laughs) and
1: and so it was and there there are no words that i can say to my staff about you know it's all going to be okay or yeah grab your bootstraps or you know like anything that that's the spin on it i mean I, I want to be authentic. I want to be, you know, sincere and, and supportive. And people are all at different spots right. Still with, with all of this. And so let's identify that and like, okay, so what can we do about it? You know, I mean, work yeah. on acceptance. Well, work and, and, on...
0: and I think you can let something sting and you don't have to dwell in it, but she should let it sting and grieve it. And then, and then, yeah, like a, a positive person would say, well, then, you know where is the where is the silver lining whatever and it's like okay but let me at least just grieve this loss yeah. or this thing first because that's it's just you know it sucks or it's sad or it's yes. it's it's hard and like that does something to you you know in your mind and in your body and so like i think you just need to be real with it and then yeah it, there is a time to to not dwell and, and move on and be positive but it's the it's the like not even registering that it sucks, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's yeah. just like,
1: who are you? Well, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> not everything can have the silver lining. Now, yeah. being an yeah. educator, I, what I would, if we needed to spin on it, I would say you can learn from it, you know, if you want to mm-hmm. reflect and process, but there there are things in life that are horrible and tragedy happens right. and there are bad people and all of that. So I think, I, li- I mean, I like just the the phrasing of it, toxic, being, yeah, you know, like yeah. positivity, it can be too much. and it, yep. it can be too much for the person around that. Now, good. If that is really you and that's your authentic self, but I would say, You know, it's okay to have those negative pieces. It's, it's, it's as you were saying, on, you know, we don't want to dwell, but so reflect a little bit. Um, you don't want to wallow, right? But reflect and and then maybe learn. And then it's, it's trying to move, it's trying to move forward. It's It's kind of moving on, right? It's kind of a sense of like, do you absorb
0: anything difficult, you know, or do you just plow right through it as if it never happened? Yeah. You know, there's, then it kind of just brings up this, like, what kind of denial are you in or that you can't face or confront something hard. You have just immediately be like positive about it. Like Uh that again, it's just, it's kind of like, um, a sign of maturity maybe of, of, Hey, it, yeah. There's some things that are really hard and difficult and I'm not, I'm not going to spin it. Um, Yeah.
1: And that's exactly right. That was what I was going to say is the spin. That's the part that I just kind of, I, I cringe a little bit on, I, man. If you have to work hard at, at spinning it, it seems more, uh, it seems better for you mentally, emotionally, et cetera, to work on how I can learn and process through it rather than try to change it into, mm-hmm. into something something better. Then you get into, people saying dumb things when tragedy strikes and we're not going to oh, go there. Yeah, but Right. Right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. A lot of things there's, there's a million things you can say that is wrong. Very few things that you can say is right. So just yes.
1: close your mouth and be there. You know? <laughs> true. True. Hey, so let's do one more. I want to, mm-hmm. um, because we're nearing our end, but I, from your list, I'm, I'm curious uh, um, airport security. So, well, would, what, I, I, that this, one this is coming up because
0: there. obviously you know fl- flew recently for the first time in in, in over a year yeah and uh kind of it was just kind of again uh, a learning experience of what's changed and what they've done and and then you know we're approaching the 20-year anniversary of 9-11 when airport yep. security really got a kick in the butt uh in in bringing in so many more um you know, uh, measures to keep us uh, safe. And so, you know, I just, I just, so I'm just thinking of kind of, this is how far we've come in 20 years and it's actually really slick this time. Uh, yes. You have to take off your belt and your shoes and, uh, put things in the tray, but man, uh, they had it, they had a system and it was rocking and the full body, you know, cause then they started introducing the full body scan and yeah. they're like, Oh, that's going to take forever. But it didn't like, huh. you know, we moved through, a pretty decent line quickly and, and yet I, I don't feel like they were
1: uh, like they were just blowing, jump, blowing yeah off, Jumping know? through hoops or just trying to right. get people right. through you
0: know, some bags are getting searched and some people didn't follow the rules. So they got pulled aside and <laughs> yeah, good. You, you know, I, I, I'm still kind of always sensitive thinking about the, the profiling that might be happening, but yeah, for the most part and, and you know and and hey I got even credit they were actually still pretty friendly too they weren't they weren't total you know jerks about it um, so i i don't know i just kind of felt like hey uh, that could have been a really really miserable process and there were times that it was and yeah. now i feel like you know they're kind of starting to to catch Bo- up and both,
1: both airports or one a little bit better than another. I guess like, I'm just curious about Minneapolis was, up and getting Minneapolis
0: was solid. I thought, and uh, you know, I, I, I don't even remember. I think, I think Florida was fine, was, was pretty good too. Uh, yeah. They've made some improvements at the Minneapolis airport uh, that, that are pretty good. Uh, and, Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it is weird to think of a time before 9-11 when you could go in and you could meet people and you didn't have to go through security to meet people at the gate. And, you know, like in my lifetime, I remember that. I know. Now, you know, it's, you can't do that, but they're at least allowing some of it kind of in a, sort of in a way that you can do that.
1: and Yeah. uh, So. Neat. And yeah. it, it is, especially thinking about the, the amount of time that's passed and, and what's happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all that we have for you this time. We appreciate your ears. We appreciate um, you sharing the fodder with us. Godfather artwork is designed by Chuck Bennis. Theme music is from The Godfather, composed by Nita Roto. Thanks for listening and we hope that you join us again soon.